0: radio where's that where's that big dick stepping on the gas energy during this show you can't have two it? you can't have two big dicks in one room <laughs> is, that, is that a rule that is a rule what, what do they get tangled we start tripping over them or something there
1: always <laughs> needs to be the alpha and and everybody in any kind of damn radio show knows this there's always a leader you have to there, there would be no fucking program it'd be well, chaos thanks. it'd be chaos Thank you for bowing down to my dick energy.
0: No, <laughs> this <laughs> couldn't exist. I, I, if you didn't,
1: I, I naturally am socially submissive.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. Welcome to Super Movie Brothers. Let's start the show. to super movie bros i'm your host super movie brother dave i'm your host super movie brother jay and this time around we got a top five episode for you guys no reviews no news no indie corner none of the bullshit it's just me and jay lean. talking about yeah just fucking lean fucking fucking svelt is what we are Fucking like you can actually count the ribs. That's how svelte this episode. Yeah, this is, is Christian Bale memento style. Just yeah, fuck, just that. just uh, <laughs> fuck a six pack, man. We're fucking rocking the fucking ten pack here. Yeah, we got the deep V going right down to our crotch. That's how fucking lean this episode is. (laughs) But no, uh, we got this episode coming to us uh, based on a fan request, which is like, I I love this because like, I'm not tapped out of ideas for the show. But like currently right now, my mind is not working on the show as often as it should be. So uh, I just got a lot going on. So I love when fans come up with something and they're like, hey, have you guys done this yet? And it's like, no, we haven't. Might be a good idea for you, too. And it's like, yeah, absolutely. I think I think you're not wrong in saying that. So this comes from our favorite
1: dick. Not just our dicks, but our favorite fan
0: dick, Dick Lay. Dick Lay. Richard Lay, but he prefers to be called Dick. And Jay, this might be a guy that has a better last name than you. Yes, hundred percent. Dick Lay. I. How is love he not it. a porn star with a name like that? I mean, do we know that? He's I not hope a he looks like
1: a porn star at least. Yeah. You know,
0: like when you introduce yourself to a woman in a bar and you go like, "Hello, Name's Dick. <laughs> Dick Lay. Care to? <laughs> Panty dropper. Boom. Right. Immediately. Sploosh." <laughs> So, Dick, uh, I want to thank you for the suggestion. Uh, oh, also, such a good idea. One, also, I want to just thank you for being you and having that last name, Dick Lay. <laughs> also, reach out to us. I know you reach out to Jay through Facebook. Let us know if you ever got laid based on name alone. Yeah, I am curious. Because I, I named my kid after a dick, right? Like, my, my son's yeah. name is Grayson. He's named after Dick Grayson. So, I named, him, I named him so because I thought he'd be a little bit of a dick. Turns out I was totally right. Fucking... Cognition, or it is uh, a self fulfilling prophecy. Either nah, way, he'll be a dick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like I named my kid after a dick. So, so, so he's my son's a dick. Dick Lay is a dick. I hope that my son gets laid as much as Dick Lay does with a name like that. So I need to yeah. know whether he does or not. So, uh, but he gave us the idea to do the our top five heroic sacrifices in movies. So. The criteria for this is that it had to be a noble sacrifice, right? A character had to go into the sacrifice fully knowing that they were going to die. And that's going to be important for our list because there are going to be some that may be on honorable mentions where that may be wishy-washy and stuff like that. Where Maybe. we know whether it was a full, um, a full noble sacrifice but the 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 character had to know that they were going to die performing the action that they performed yeah, I th- in the sacrifice I th- I think, for a greater good I think I think
1: ultimately my list qualifies um I think ultimately I think mine does, does. Too. so i mean I th- if I you want to call it wishy washy fine um I, th- I i would i would argue against it well, we'll discuss it, it. But we'll discuss it as yeah. they
0: come up jay sure so without any further delay let's get into our top 5 heroic sacrifices in movies all right buddy kicking it off with you what is your number five my number five is
1: ken in in bruges
0: ken stop messing about please pick up your gun i know i'm gonna beat you anyway because you're a spaz buddy Totally in your debt. Things that have gone between us in the past. I love you unreservedly for all that. Yeah. For your integrity.
1: For your honour. I love you. The boy had to be let go. The boy had to be given a chance.
0: I have to do that, I had to say, Fuck you and fuck what I owe you and fuck everything that 's going on between us and that 's what I had to do love this movie. Um, well,
1: yeah, we love this movie and, and, and we'd love, love this movie these these guys and this movie came out at the couple. right time oh in God. Colin
0: Farrell's career where like yes. he was on a big downswing for a lot of things that involved the media, not so much for, for well, movies that he had made. Yeah. Uh and then this came out and indie darling lovers like ourselves, more more so Jay. Fell in love with him all over again, um, but this was kind of like him starting to work his way back up in his career within Bruges, it, and it was perfect. His comedy casting. timing in it yeah. is fucking on point.
1: But also, he's able to convey that emotion that is so necessary with this character because of what he's tormented and going through. Um, oh, he's depressed. You know, he's those he's caterpillar depressed. eyebrows really convey yeah. that that. Uh, you know empathy, you know, or, or just that he shame, is, you know, that he's yeah, going no, through.
0: You're right with the eyebrow thing because, like, he is so and actually, expressive he's depressed with his face. I mean,
1: we have to lately, he's depressed. Actually, you yeah. know what? Let's just start off right now, guys, ch- girls. Listen, well, he's
0: not even Ken. I'm sorry, like, he's 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 not even the character
1: of Ken, but no, but-, but I have to say, these when we're talking about these, these lists, this might be slightly spoiler territory.
0: Because, oh, it definitely is. If you haven't seen him Bruges, then first off, why do you listen to Super Ruby Bros? Yeah, if we bring secondly?
1: up well, if we bring up a movie, just so you know, it's going to be probably spoiler induced because we have to be in, well, in, no in de- this list. So No
0: heroic death really comes at the beginning of the movie, right?
1: <laughs> just saying, doing my due diligence. Um Fair enough. yeah, so yeah, he is the depressive one of the of the pair and and they're there to hide out in this town in Bruges and um he gets to the point where he wants to commit suicide because he can't live with himself anymore. And at the exact same time, Ken, played by the great Brendan Gleason, is oh, tasked, so mad eye moody, tasked to kill in Harry Potter. And as soon as he's about to do it, he sees Ray about to shoot himself. And there's this great still photo that's, you know, wildly seen in, in, oh, I love in it. promotional yeah. material. Um, and and you see him turn and 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 try to save Ray and kind of get him off of that 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 lull that he's going through. And then well, at the very end of the movie, it gets to the point where he's he's battling. There's a thing for
0: Ken where Ken is the old salt at this job, mm. which is an underworld job. It's a dark, you know. He's yeah, they're hit they're, they're killers for hire. Yeah, Ken's Ken's at the elderly age of this job, and seeing the toll that it's taking on taken on Colin Farrell's character, it's it's kind of like you know, he he sees an out for him, right? And he doesn't want him to live that same type of life, right? It's it's almost like a fatherly moment, like he has he has like this 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 paternal sure. instinct to protect the younger guy and and stop him from possibly just just give him an out for this life, just to help him get out. And he decides in that moment, he, 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 you know, he thinks like Ralph finds Harry is a fucking dick. And it's like, he doesn't want him to live this life. You know, he sees the toll that it's taken on him and he, he takes the moment to try and protect him but fully knowing that like, it's not going to end well.
1: Yeah. And, you know, he, he, he saves Ray at the very end of the movie, you know, with the, with the flight sequence and, you know, uh, Harry's in town to try to finish the job and, you know, it's 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 just one of those things where I. It's a small move, but it was a good twist of character development and 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 how they kind of righted themselves or made peace with themselves. You know, yeah. In in different and kind it, of ways. And it works
0: in the context of the film, yeah. Right? So it was such an enjoyable and, and surprising twist, you know? And it was Ray who was questioning their their job from the get-go. Uh yes. You know, he was, Ken was never questioning their job. It was only once they got right. to In Bruges and Ray kind of got to him a little bit. So. yep. What's your number five? My number five, Jay, is Bing Bong in Inside Out. Uh. <laughs> come on joy one more time i got a feeling about this one To the moon for me. Oh. So Bing Bong is Riley's imaginary friend uh, that she had when she was a child. Now Riley is, you know, the ripe old age of eleven or twelve. She's a tween. And Uh, she really has no use for bing bong, but joy who becomes lost in the mind of Riley, they wind up in kind of like this, this, uh, this dumpster fire, this, this, this kind of like wasteland of forgotten memories. And they have to get themselves out and they use, you know, Riley's Riley's uh, imagination where she used to ride a big wheel. And when she sang the bing bong song, eh, the big wheel would become empowered. And in, in her imagination, the big wheel would fly her and big bong would fly. So they use this in her mind to get themselves out. However, they're not able to because of the weight. They can't get themselves out of this pit of despair. So Bing Bong and Joy are singing song and they are flying up and Bing Bong releases himself back into the pit so that Joy can get herself out. And Joy looks back and sees Bing Bong disappearing with the rest of Riley's memories that are being erased forever because we can only hold on to so much from our childhood going into adulthood and Riley is growing up and Bing Bong is becoming lost. It is such a noble sacrifice because Mm. Bing Bong's not doing it for joy. He's doing it for Riley, who was this child who created him and had so much joy having fun with him. But he knows that he has no place here, but he knows that she's going to need joy in her life to have a fulfilling life. So he sacrifices himself so that joy can get out. Mm. And it's fucking sad. And Bing Bong is voiced by Rob Reiner. And it's so sad Like as he's just kind of like waving goodbye to joy as he's slowly fading away and disappearing (laughs) from Riley's memory forever. Jeez. Yeah. Pixar, baby. Now you know why I rated Luca a B plus and not a fucking A plus like Inside Out is. (laughs) Because those are the feels that Inside Out gives you. Luca, give me a few feels. No feels like this, though. Nothing that gutted me, like the, like the loss of Bing Bong. And Bing Bong's not a character who's in the movie from like the beginning or something. We meet him, we understand what his character is, and then we see his sacrifice happen, and it's still just as meaningful as if he was the main character. Well, hot damn. Okay. All right, Jay, what is your number four?
1: My number four is literally everyone in literally. <laughs> Star Wars Rogue One.
0: If the Empire has this kind of power, what chance do we have? What chance do we have? The question is what choice? Run, hide, plead for mercy, scatter your forces. You give way to an enemy this evil with this much power, and you condemn the galaxy to an eternity of submission. The time to fight is now. Yes. Every
1: moment you waste is another step closer to the ashes of Jeddah. What is she proposing? Just let the girls
0: speak. Send your best troops to Scarif. Send the Rebel fleet if you have to. You need to capture the Death Star plans if there's any hope of destroying it.
1: You're asking us to invade an Imperial
0: installation based on nothing but hope. Rebellions are built on hope. All right, fair enough, man.
1: Uh, it's a questionable choice, but I think um, you know. Ultimately, this was such a surprisingly great film that I really enjoyed watching, and it was. I think it holds the test of time. For um, you,
0: it's surprising. For me, um,
1: for me, I mean, because it is. Yeah. It's one of my favorite Star Wars films, and and um, and I think it's a great one-off, and it has a lot of great scenes and sequences, and I think. Ultimately, the the noble characters, and especially towards the end, you see a lot of poignant sacrifices. You know, within the characters of this yeah. great large ensemble. So I think I give them a lot of credit. And this did Suicide
0: Squad better than Suicide Squad did.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I can't even compare the two. <laughs> no, you can't. You no, can't. you but just can't. this.
0: They were on a suicide mission and I felt for every character that met their yeah, it, so it was. I get it man
1: surprisingly well done and I think there was so many great ones out there and I, I, I really thoroughly enjoyed the movie and all the sacrifices
0: alright Jay my number four it's Yondu in Guardians of the Galaxy 2
1: he may have been your father boy but he wasn't your daddy I'm sorry I didn't do none of it right I'm damn lucky you my boy.
0: What? Yondu, what are you doing? You can't. <sighs> Yondu! No. No. no.
1: Oh! oh God. No! No!
0: Oh no!
1: Wow! Surprising.
0: Well, maybe not surprising. Okay. Cool. Cool. So I absolutely love this moment, right? Because it—I think it comes down to the line where you know he—he looks—he looks at—he looks at at Star Lord. You know, he looks at him and he tells him, "He may have been your father, but he's not your daddy, boy." (laughs) And he gives up his own spacesuit. Yeah, Star
1: I mean, I, 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 it, it got me in the feels a little bit, but at the same time, I, <laughs> oh, I, I was it. never.
0: Yeah, right. It, it's, I wasn't it's a little, into the movie. Of the Galaxy, I wasn't it was into a little bit characters. too silly for you. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It
1: wasn't. It wasn't for me.
0: I still love the. Mo- I think it's a very uplift. Like a lot of people thought it was really funny, and I still think it's a funny line. But, like, where he's like, you look like Mary Poppins right now. And it's like, is Mary Poppins cool? And, like, Star-Lord could have tore him down and been like, no, she's a staunch British nanny who floats around on a fucking umbrella. He could have tore him down right there. But he knew that Yandu needed his acceptance at that moment. And he'd say... Hell yeah, he's cool. <laughs> I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. You know what I mean? Like it's this moment where, like, he instead of tearing him down, like Star Lord has done to him as much as as Yondu did to Star Lord. There's there's a love there. There's a care there. There's a reason that he didn't allow his crew to eat him. Is it a reason he never turned him over to his family? It's because Yondu cared for him and stuff like that. And and it, it shows here in this second installment and stuff like that. A character who was almost like a throwaway in the first movie really, really brings the heart in the second movie. And, um, I, I, I still love this moment, man. I, and it, it was, it was tied really hard with another, Guardian sacrifice that is on my honorable mentions list, which we'll, which we'll get to when we get there. But, um, I think I went with this more so because just because of like the funeral at the end as well, when all the ravagers who turned their backs on him earlier still come and give him the proper ravager funeral and stuff like that. Mm. So, uh, I dug it. I dug it a lot. Still, still love that scene. Still get a little teary eyed, uh, just especially at that line. He may have been your father, but he's not your daddy boy. <laughs> all right jay what's your number three
1: all right number three and number two were a a little bit of a it took more time to think about which to place these guys but i think this is where
0: my list started getting hard i think i i think
1: i settled pretty nicely with my top three uh it makes a little bit more sense so number three is john krasinski's character lee abbott in a quiet place This, you know, obviously is a very lean story. Right, but um, full-on a sacrifice, right? A like, full-on sacrifice for his family to survive. Any
0: father would do it for their, because for their children. Because he knows
1: exactly what to do in order to gain the attention of these, you know, alien
0: monsters trying to kill them Ugh, and his family. And the, and the ASL, I love you to his daughter, right? Like, Yeah. And, and
1: And especially... You know, and and a big part of why this even came on my list to begin with, let alone number three, was seeing Quiet Place number two, and seeing just more of him in the foundation leading up to those events, and just understanding how great of a guy he is. But a father of sacrificing of he himself
0: is. at the end affected his daughter, causing her sure to not do a 180 but kind of like give up that teenage angst that she had and she, live her she, life more like her father.
1: She at that moment lost her childhood and yeah, she yeah, for sure. uh became a young woman for sure and her own self. And, and and it was a very powerful moment and it was one of those I still remember it was gut-wrenching gut-wrenching to watch and lit- and witness and hear. It's such an awkward uh, and, yeah. and and almost funny in some ways because it's such an awkward uh scream from John. And and you can just tell the emotion because not only is he doing that, but he knows he's about to die and he's about to leave his family and, and he doesn't know what's gonna happen to them even after the sacrifice. Even after that. It's right. just it's 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 a it was it was it was heavy. It it really stuck with me and I and I really I love this franchise. I think they're great. I think um for what they are they they really sing and we'll wait for three also, to say it's great, but so far well, the first two installments. So far and the fact that Krasinski is the at the helm,
0: kudos. For sure. All right, Jay. my number three. Uh this one may be controversial, but it's Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows part two. Harry! No! What are you doing here? Quiet! Harry Potter.
1: The boy who lived.
0: To die. So, the reason I'm choosing Harry Potter's death quote-unquote, over Snape's is, A, Snape didn't know he was going to his death. Uh, while Snape did die in service of the greater good, he it wasn't a noble sacrifice. Uh, and I don't mean that, like, he didn't sacrifice himself. He totally did. He, he just didn't know he was going to die in that moment. And I'm talking about the movie, not the book. So, all the, all the book fans who will tell me otherwise, I understand where you're coming from. But the reason Snape's not on here is because he didn't know he was going to exactly die in that moment. However, Harry Potter is turning himself over to Voldemort, fully knowing that he's going to die. Now, when he does kiss the, the snitch, which says on it, I open at the close, which the close being his death it opens up and reveals the resurrection stone. Now, Harry knows that he may not be going to his death, right there, that there is a plan for him to survive, but him showing up in those woods in the dark forest to meet Voldemort one-on-one with Voldemort's entire army standing behind him. Harry Potter was sacrificing himself. He did not he went into that death not knowing that he would come out of it. Sure he did wind up coming out of it. He did wind up living, but he went into it fully expecting to die. Hmm. So that's why Harry Potter's on my list and I love this scene. I love when he shows up. Yeah. And he sees his mother, his father, uh, he sees Sirius Black, you know, he sees, he sees Professor Lupin. He sees these people who have sacrificed themselves for him. And his first, you know, his first line to him is, I never asked any of you to give up your life for me. But all of them would do it again for him in a heartbeat. And, you know, Harry, you know, goes on. They all say they'll stay with him until the end. And we get that, you know, Voldemort, oh, Monica Dama! And he hits him with the spell, and it all goes white. And it, you know, Harry has this great conversation with Dumbledore in, quote unquote, the afterlife, and it has one of my favorite lines of the series in it where, you know, Harry says to him, he's like, Professor, is this all happening in my head? And he goes, well, of course, it's happening in your head. Why should that make it any less real? Great line. It is. Yeah. And uh, you know, of course, Harry eventually reveals that he is alive, and uh we have that great moment where Neville reaches into the sorting hat, pulls out the sword of Gryffindor, and the fight is back on. The hope still lives. But what I love is that like even in Harry's death, Voldemort didn't squash the, the people who were standing up against him, right? Neville still stood up and said like Okay, Harry died, but we lost a lot of people tonight. People die every day, but that doesn't mean that what they fought for is, is, is gone. Like, we're still here. We're still fighting for this. And, of course, Harry's still alive, but Neville doesn't know that. No one else knows that. It's what his death meant to everybody else at the time that I really liked as well. So that's why this is on my list, man. Uh, I, Even though Harry didn't technically die, he still went into it believing that his death was Was Necessary Yeah Very good man Thomas Iannucci's on my side I know he is <laughs> Big Harry Potter fan Alright Jay, What is your number two Number two
1: is Children of men I'm
0: bleeding Jesus shit I'm bleeding no, 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 I'm no, bleeding it's everywhere It's me What You got me Bad No Fine. Keep her close, Key. Whatever happens, whatever they say, you keep her close.
1: Clive Owens' character, Theo, um, you know, essentially, you know, it starts off with him just being a depressive drunk. Wow. Um, my number
0: two is your number
1: one. I just realized that. Ooh. Um, I just realized that. Well, thanks
0: for the spoiler,
1: Dave. Um,
0: no one th- knows. No one knows what we're talking about. Just continue talking. Just just continue talking about Clive Owen and Children of Men. It's very it's very apt for your style.
1: Yeah. So this is uh, obviously a, you know a chaotic world in 2027, and for some reason women can't have children anymore. And miraculously, um, you know during this time he gets rekindled with his old former wife also right. still an activist now he used to be she recruits him to try and hunt down this possibility of tracking down this one woman that has been in labor or not labor but like pre- is pregnant she's, pregnant. she's nine months and, pregnant and and in hope so it's essentially trying to save and help her because he, she trusts him To to escort her all the way to the sanctuary place off the shoreline um, out of London. So you know, and you see him go through this journey, not just as a character of, and and that's why I chose this as number two because I think he had more of a character arc and development than Krasinski's because it was so much more lean and linear as far as just survival for his family.
0: Someone being someone who's a former activist means that you believed in something that you no longer have a passion for and you don't believe in any longer, but in escorting her and, in and seeing what has become of the world that he quote unquote no longer cared for. Right. it, it, It rekindles that, that, that spark again. Yeah, that, that that sense of citizenship, that yes. sense of like, yes. that, that, that that sense of... of and no, uh, nobility of, film, of, of yeah. mankind, you know, in so right, many ways, exactly. and that's
1: really ultimately what it is. The greater and, good. It's all about the greater good. The
0: greater good. The greater good. The greater
1: good. Shut it! Well, uh, of course, and then at the very, I mean, towards the last half of the movie, you really just see it more and more and more. The desperation the chaoticness, the the desperate, you know, the the attempt of survival sacrifice. and sacrifice at all costs, right. which ultimately does lead to his death, and it's it's just miraculously shot for, by Alfonso Cuarón, and I, you know,
0: it's um. Hey Jay, you, you know what I love about Alfonso Cuarón? Yeah, he also directed a Harry Potter movie my favorite harry potter movie he
1: did and it's often the it's, Prisoner it's, of Azkaban. it's
0: often said to be the best one of the franchise it is it is the best one i fully feel like Al- alfonso cuaron directed that just so that he could make more movies in his own vein maybe. under warner brothers label maybe but it is the best looking harry potter movie uh it has the worst ending and what i mean ending what i mean is like end scene where like harry's flying uh on a on a broom and it does like a freeze frame like a rocky freeze frame and like it's he's still like motion blurred and stuff like that and i was like i fully in- expect that alfonso Cuarón did not get final edit on this movie because <laughs> he wouldn't have ended it like that but uh no it's it's definitely one of the best looking best shot harry potter movies but this is also one of the most gorgeous movies i've ever seen period hands down children of men
1: yeah, it's yeah, and I'm, I'm I'm due for a revisit, um, so I'm I'm looking Everybody forward to be. that, and and it's it's still must must see film, you know. I, I guess over the last twenty years, um, for sure, it's a classic, it really is, and check it out if you haven't.
0: All right, Jay, my number two, like I said, might be your number one, but it's Tony Stark in Avengers Endgame.
1: It is my number one. So I figured two two for one. I am inevitable. You have to, you have to put Tony. I mean, his character, the the start out of it all over a decade long well, cinematic I mean, universe. In
0: 2012, Tony Stark's like line to Captain America is like when Captain America's like, "You are not the guy to jump on a grenade. You are not the guy to step on a wire. You know, to lay on a wire so the other guy can get over you." He goes, "No, I prefer to cut the wire." Mm-hmm. Right? Like Tony Stark was, he's a selfish hero to start. He becomes the selfless hero throughout the rest of the Avengers movies. And, you know, by the time we get to Avengers Endgame, you buy he gives it. Gives up the ultimate sacrifice, right? And like he knows he's going to die yes. by snapping his fingers, yes. right? Because you already see it saw, in his
1: face and he right. knows
0: it. But he also saw what happened to the Hulk, who was infinitely, physically, as a person, more powerful than Tony Stark. I'm not talking about mentally, but I'm just talking about physically. He's far more powerful and even when he snapped his fingers his hand his arm and his and his hand were completely diminished and burned and destroyed and they chose the Hulk to snap his fingers because he was the one that would most likely to survive right. that amount of raw Cosmic energy sure. passing through him, and he's he's also seen what happened to Thanos as well as a result of it too. So, um, or at least heard about it from the other Avengers. So he knew by snapping his fingers that he was not coming out. On the, he was not coming out on the other side of it. He didn't. He didn't cut the wire. He had to lay. Despite on the, the
1: suit, yeah. Despite the suit, he's still human inside. Yeah. And with that kind of energy, yeah. There's no way. There's no way. And you know, it 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 did it justice, and you, you just you saw the character development throughout the decade. You saw it over the last few films of him, uh, being you know appearing
0: in these films, and if and you, anybody you, else you, sacrificed it. themselves, you, you just it wouldn't it. have meant anything. Oh, yeah, but because it was the most selfish, quote unquote, selfish of them. Who did it? The most arrogant, the most egotistical. But even
1: who did it, and also but the even one still in with the, the last they, line, "I am Iron Man." Like it's such right.
0: a great, it's such a great close callback closeout, which was not to the, the original movie. line. They actually reshot that, and thank God not, they did. Thank God, and thank God they did. But like, but also like, they sold you in this movie that he was the one with the most to lose, right? Like he's the one that went to them and said like. I've built a life here in this in this apocalypse in mm-hmm. this in, in this yeah. in this aftermath. Yeah, and, and he's like, I I, I got to do what I got to do as a hero. I believe in what you're talking about, Steve. But give up what I've built? No, I won't do that. But unfortunately, to save what he had built, he had to give up.
1: Exactly, himself. exactly. And you see it in his eyes, in his face, like even all the way to the moment of him, the split second before he snaps. Yeah, you just see it like in his eyes, and I Downey did a phenomenal job with that. Oh,
0: Downey's fucking gold in this role. Really, you know, I as much as I love him in this role, and I would love to see him continue doing it. I also feel like it's a disservice to the character to bring him back in any way, shape, or form. I concur other than like i understand Downey's doing some voice work for for the uh for for the animated what if series that's, different. that's fine that's different. different i don't want to see tony stark portrayed on screen again as robert downey jr even whether it's whether it's a past movie or any, i just just let that be this character oh legacy it's, it's too perfect because it's so I, I, good and i think he
1: i think he he will he will he will He'll make sure a couple happen. more, couple more
0: Doolittles, and he might. No, <laughs> no, he no. Might take the check and come back. No, I, th- <laughs>
1: I, th- I think, dude, trust me. He's made so much money. His wife is completely well off as a producer. They don't need the money. I think he's good. I think he's good. I think he understands the, uh, the, the role and the, yeah. and 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 how powerful it is and how. Great of a send off it was, in the closure. It was, it
0: was him and um, him
1: and Steve Rogers, both of them,
0: perfect send offs. Yeah, don't, yeah, yeah, don't fuck with it. Don't exactly. Fuck with it. Just let both those characters rest. I really believe they, they, yeah. they earned their rest. <laughs> you know. Yeah. They, and earned and it. speaking of
1: which, remember Just that? Remember that? Uh, that those that that uh, news shit coming out with uh, Evans coming back as Captain America? Oh, he 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 put a squash to that real quick. No, 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 he did not. He he waited like a day or two to squash that. He did squash it, but it took a day or two, if memory if you serves bring him me back, right.
0: it's as the old man Steven Rogers. You oh. don't bring him back as Captain America. But
1: I'll tell you, that was such a shit show, and I hated it. I think you hated it. I mean, it was just all not right. the right
0: call at all. If you, all. If such you build characters mood. in such masterful ways as they did to, to, to make you feel the emotional highs that you did and lows that you did by the end of Endgame, don't fuck with that don't 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 mess with that just let that yeah. linger let that hang and almost the pandemic was almost like serendipitous where like we had to go so long without marvel content where like that was our last image of it we had to relive that those those moments for so long until we got something new in the mcu when WandaVision started so it's like it's kind of nice mm-hmm. in, in a way mm-hmm. that we got to have that be like the lingering you know the the the, the lingering thought on the mcu was was both of those characters send offs and i think it was just too perfect to fuck with don't do it but yeah the yeah, j that's my number two it's your number one so i got some honorable mentions here first off you had lee abbott from a quiet place that's on my honorable mentions list i have obi-wan kenobi hello there from a new hope obi-wan totally sacrifices himself allows himself to be killed by darth vader so that he can live eternally in the force and continue to help luke yep good uh, one I also have Dumbledore, also from the Harry Potter series, in the Half Blood Prince. Dumbledore didn't make the full list because Dumbledore's hand was cursed; he had a year to live, as it was. So his sacrifice, while noble and you know justified for the greater good, um, ultimately he was going to die anyway, and he was like one hundred and fifty some years old. So, <laughs> it was like, is it yeah. really a sacrifice at that point? Yeah, uh, it's it's more like it's more like hospice assisted suicide. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, And then another one I have is iron giant from the iron giant as the nuclear weapon nuclear warhead is heading towards the town the iron giant flies himself into the nuclear weapon while it's still in atmosphere so that he can detonate it above the town and not on the town and uh, if you've never seen the iron giant what the fuck did you even have a childhood because I feel like that's why we are more emotionally prepared for terrible things to happen to us as uh, millennials because we had the iron giant we had Bufasa's death and we had some some real fucking tragedies just growing up (laughs) in the shit we watched (laughs) i feel like nothing nothing has gravity nothing has weight anymore for kids i watched some of the shit with my daughter and i was just like you know where's like where's this character's you know meaning Mm -hmm. towards anything where's loss where's real loss that's what pixar used to bring to us uh but they don't do it anymore uh so and then finally uh jay i have groot From Guardians of the Galaxy One, where you know he grows his entire body around everybody to shield them from the from the massive fall from 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 up above, and he delivers that amazing line of "We are Groot," and I'm like, "Oh my god!" He says four words. (laughs) (laughs) We is one of them. I mean, there's there's a million other ones that I'm sure like listeners will throw out to us. Oh yeah, yeah. And please, like,
1: let us know what your favorites are because, like, honestly. I'm sure there's so many more out there and I feel like there are that I'm Trust missing. Trust me, my my list really... was
0: over thirty long and I cut it down to what it was. And I sent Jay part of my list, so he's he's aware of what it was. Yeah, uh, I, I, I had some ideas, yeah. Yeah. We'll... So uh but Jay, my number one, which you already mentioned which I is don't... your number four. Oh. Yeah. It but it's a specific character. I understand that everybody in Rogue One sacrificed themselves but there's one sacrifice that gets me more so than any of them and it's Chirrut Îmwe. I'm one with the Force the Force is with me. I'm one with the Force the Force is with me. I'm one with the Force the forces with me. I'm one with the Force the forces with me. I'm one with the Force the forces with me. I'm one with the Force the Force is with me
1: one come, come back,
0: back. I the first. Absolutely love this scene because it's that it, it it kind of bridges that gap between between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope so well because the Force was lost in that time, right? People stopped believing in the Force. People stopped believing in the power of the Jedi. But Chirrut Mway, who was very lightly touched by the Force, had such faith in it and also had such faith and foresight into the mission that they were completing that He knew he was sacrificing himself. He was walking blind, no pun intended, blindly, you know, out into fire. Uh, to find mm. to you know to find that switch to flick it and he's doing the I'm one with the force the force is with me I'm one with the force he's not fighting it there's blaster bolts going all around him stormtroopers are notoriously terrible shots <laughs> so, <laughs> but eventually one of them had to land and it did uh, but Turret still you know still still did it and that moment for me I know like a lot of people are like really Dave you're number one and it's like yeah, I'm a little
1: surprised too. I am. This
0: is the Star Wars death that like gets me the most, man, because like Chirrut was. It felt more genuine, more honest. It did within it, within it, it what did. your like, don't get me wrong. Like Bodhi's thought death is for Bodhi's death while you know while while running the cable and and opening up the communications. You know, K2SO's death while 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 protecting Jin and Cassian Andor was noble. You know, and ultimately Cassian and uh. Cassian and, and uh, Jin Erso's death Ultimately noble as well They're standing on the beach Nuclear oh, blast It's beautiful whatnot, Of course Yeah Beautiful ending and stuff like that But it's Chirrut Emwe's You know Just that mantra i one with the force And the force is with me that like that that gets me because he is literally the last bastion of the force until a new hope arises, until Luke arises. Yeah. That's that's kind of holding this all together. Um Dave, on your with,
1: deathbed, will you be saying those words? I'm one with
0: the force, the force is with me. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I, that's I, that's why I say it. I feel you like know, you would. I feel like you would. I'm gonna be a force ghost to Grayson and to Logan, you know. I'm going to show up mysteriously when they're in their middle age, like Yoda did to Luke Skywalker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Skywalker, how I've missed you.
1: <laughs> well, tell tell them to come report back to me that they're to with
0: creepy that my dad just showed up while I was in the bedroom with my with my spouse <laughs> as a blue floating force ghost. And he did the ULA. Yeah.
1: So, Uncle Jay, <laughs> I was asleep and um, this happened. I thought I should tell you, not anybody
0: else. And I'm like, got it. And it should be said that the person who gave us this list, Mr. Dick Lay. <laughs> Uh, he does uh, have a, a death that he gave us, and it's yes. Merlin's death from Kingsman, the Golden Circle. So I'll play the clip here. Poppy, we got a situation here. Country roads, take me home
1: to the place I on, West Virginia.
0: Which is a noble death that I love. I wish the it's movie so was funny. I know. I wish the movie was better. Oh, it's terrible movie. It? The movie's not great.
1: Kingsman. It's a, the first it's a one funny. Awesome. It's a funny. Yeah, it's a noble death. It's a funny Country death. Road, but it, it doesn't. It doesn't take
0: me home.
1: <laughs> it, it it doesn't. And, and as you know, Dick, I'm a little bit more of a heavier kind of guy. So like, it, it doesn't sit the same way as as my other top five. Oh no, I thought uh, Children of Man was just would, fucking lighthearted but- fair, man.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but it's a it's a great choice and I understand why you uh you you chose to bring up this
0: list for us to I do like and I appreciate were with it. Me. I feel like people were with me on my list until my number one where everyone's like, Really? Number one? Like I get it somewhere on your list, maybe. But like number one, and it's like I don't know what it is about Churit's sacrifice, man. It just fucking it fucking gets me every time. I just love that mantra. I just love the I just love the score. Hey man Different up, perspectives, love, baby. Different perspectives. I fucking love Donnie Yen in that role. <laughs> Like it's it was very sad. If there was one person I could pick to make it in Rogue One, it was Chura way <laughs> But unfortunately, that was just not meant to be. So that's gonna do it for our list. Uh if you have any ones that we didn't mention in either our honorable mentions or on our list, please reach out to us on our social medias. You can reach out to me on Twitter. I'm at SuperMoviePod. You can find me on Instagram at SMB Dave
1: on there. I'm on Twitter as well, J underscore SMB on Instagram. Super Movie Bros and Facebook Super Movie Bros podcast,
0: and of course we are part of a network. We are part of the Age of Radio podcasting network. So head over to ageofradio.org. dot Check out all the great shows that are part of the Age of Radio podcasting network. uh We are still looking for reviews. We want to read some new reviews on the show. So if you listen to us on the old Apple Podcast, yeah, Dick and- Lay,
1: if you haven't done a review, shame on you. Get on iTunes shame on and you, do it. Dick Lay, come on, don't Fucking- be a dick come on dick fucking lay Let's us go. Fucking, give, it, fucking give us a layup us. and give us a review all right <laughs>
0: be happy to read any of your <laughs> reviews on the show uh love doing those shout outs but more more so than anything it lifts my spirits, and uh, in these dark Dave days, needs <laughs> I I need it. Jay Jay is Jay is very much uh, familiar with with my with my dark tones these days, mm-hmm. uh, so I need it. So please, if you could find it uh, in your time bank and in your hearts to leave us a a review on iTunes for us to read on the show, absolutely love to do it. And I want to thank all of you for listening. Have a great one. Cheers. Cheers.